0: All for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, LAC 2017, which is a conference recently held in uh, Colorado Springs that brought together a lot of the kind of thinking that we talk about on this podcast uh, psychoanalytic thought and continental theory. I am, as always, joined by Todd McGowan. Todd. Hi, Ryan. Hey. So, um, talk a little bit about um, LAC. And uh, so, yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> sure. So, LAC originated in a hotel room with uh, in a wild orgy no <laughs> uh, in, in, a, in a discussion of uh, of uh, with between myself Hillary Neroni, Jennifer Friedlander and Henry Cripps we were at another psychoanalysis conference and and it was fine it was it was good I don't want to say anything bad about it because it was fine but it just wasn't um you know, it wasn't focused much on psychoanalysis, and I mean, sorry, it was focused on psychoanalysis. One focused as, as much on on the theoretical as we wanted, yeah. and also, and and kind of Lacan was had been at the start of this organization, and then kind of gotten repressed, and so we wanted, we thought about an organization that would would bring that out, and so then we had the first Lac conference in Colorado uh, Colorado College in uh, 2016, and then the last one is just this past one weekend ago and uh, so our idea was we would bring together thinkers that were concerned with you know psychoanalysis uh, analysis of politics and culture and society Mm. and um, you know focused around Lacan but other thinkers kind of in there. Mm -hmm.
0: uh, Yeah the you know as a well as a participant uh, for the past two years like what I think is like so so nice about it is that it implies a um, like a connectivity uh, of, of thinkers that I, I don't know that actually exists but it's it's quite productive for thought and, and, I, and right. I yeah I, right. I think that that's, right. that's really really nice
1: Right. Who would you say? Like, I think probably Lacan. Obviously, Freud. Certainly, Hegel. Uh, Marx, of course. Marx. Um, yeah. And um, it, well, some kind of feminist strand of thought. Um, definitely. Certainly, queer theory kind of was very present
0: there. And I think a little um, little critical race as well. Critical yeah, race yeah, 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 yeah. Critical so, race theory. Yeah. And it's like, and the, all these things, like, which is not to say that they like in the in the quote real world that these those these things don't cohere. It's just that to. Um, to make them work, there's, like, often a lot of, like, uh, uh, you, you have to do a lot of snaking around and accounting for, like, different people's thoughts so, so that it's clear right. that you're not, like, you know, begging the question and asserting a, uh, you know, um, a, a homology that, that that can't hold. And I think that right. it's um, – not that I think, like, there – this is like special pleading or like bad scholarship, but I think that the way that all these thinkers are put together at this conference um, brings something out of that uh, connection that we, you know, to not have otherwise is like I don't know is to really lack in a you know in a certain way to make a pun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I think that's right. And and uh, so, the, but the only other the other idea we had for the conference was we would try to make it as egalitarian as possible, so we didn't mm. allow any badges which. Sort of reminded us all of MLA where everybody <laughs> looks down and stares at the other person's badge to see if they're worthy of being talked to. <laughs> right. And right. then we also then the same idea, we didn't want any book tables and we didn't want any bios about, oh how this person wrote so many books, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So um so that was the kind of ethos of it. And I think that is I don't know, you were you I was the organ I was one of the organizers, you were a participant. So mm. I don't know, did you feel like that? That was we were true to that, yes. or, or and, yeah, no, I I,
0: I, I totally do. Like I, I think, I mean, it's not uh, of course you couldn't say anything. <laughs> of course, I else. couldn't say that because <laughs> you're, <the organ,
1: laughs> you're the organizer.
0: Right, right, Next year, you're
1: out. Next okay. year, I'm out. Yeah,
0: no, but I yeah. do think that there is a um, a meritocracy that uh, of, of of thought. I think that arises that like the, like since there's you know everyone's like. Do
1: you think it's merit? I was going to say that everybody's thought is equally. Shitty as everyone else, you know, <laughs> well, I, mean, that's is, I
0: that was my idea. Is that not? I mean, is, is that yeah. not its own merit to, to be just I as shitty as everyone? Right. You know, guess, like <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> but, uh, but you
1: know, yeah. I I began the I, I I sort of gave this thing to open the conference. Do you remember this? And I said yes. You know, these psychoanalytic groups are constantly splitting, and already there's a. Two of the members of our central committee are, have formed their own group called Excess, in mm. contrast right. to our lack. And, and so this is <laughs> going to be the last conference. And I thought I was—it was pretty clear that I was kidding, and that like because everything I said up to that point was a joke. But half—I <laughs> think half—the participants came up to me and said, "I'm so sad. This is the last one. Uh, <laughs> uh, what can we do? Can we have it at our place?" Well, so. I think you know
0: what it is that it's so like. I, well, one, I think that. Um, not it is so
1: common that that
0: happens. Exactly, right? exactly. That's that's one. Yeah. Like two. I don't think everybody knows you uh, as equally. Um, three. I think people take you seriously. So even if you have a string of jokes, yeah. there's a certain point at which you're going to say something that needs to be taken seriously. Which is like I think uh, not to like ball wash, but it's a great quality to have. So you should be ha- happy about that.
1: Oh, uh, that's a fascinating. <laughs> oh, no, I, it's yeah. interesting that. But that's true of maybe everybody who tells jokes, uh, right? Like it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a certain way in which the jokes yeah. stop, and then you got to kind of take the person seriously, and so you have to know when the. Well, yeah you know like where do you draw the
0: line but yeah, yeah but so that was overwhelmed by this was the, the last point i was going to make is that like i think that it is like it is so um uh special in particular that this kind of conference even exists so you know you say that it's like oh yeah of course the other shoe just dropped yeah why would this exist another time like so like right, i think that there's right. like maybe there's like a profound like it's great that we're all there but there's a profound uh scent like maybe like a nervousness that like th- this is just it like it doesn't it really doesn't get uh it doesn't get better than this, so like, right. why would why there's would no, it continue? No, why would it continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, I, I get that. I get that. That's interesting. I mean, I remember that, um, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that's right. I think it's right. I was, I, I, don't know what I was going for, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Funny. So, uh, so we, we thought we would just talk about only. We wouldn't sort of because in this idea of like equality or whatever that we mm-hmm. in summing up the conference we wouldn't single out anyone except the two. Plenary. plenary speakers, mm-hmm. and it's funny because I someone emailed me was emailing me about the conference and wanted to put their book on a book table, mm-hmm. and I said uh, no, you know, no, no book table. It's all just this principle of equality. And then this person said to me, "Well, why are there plenary speakers?" And right. <laughs> I had no good response, so I <laughs> resorted to Orwell, and I said, "Well, some animals are more, <laughs> more equal, equal than others." It's <laughs> pretty good. Although there is a kind of, do you know, there's a uh, sort of look. Uh, Jacques Lacan precedent for this right like that he had a journal in which only his articles were not anonymous
0: I didn't know that <laughs>
1: Yeah so so that's a kind that I think that's a nice so you know so there's these one or two like central figures and then they kind of their their name kind of stands in for everybody Everybody else. Mm. I mean, you know, there's a, I think there isn't there historical, you know, like Lenin's same thing, I think, mm. or Robespierre.
0: Synecdoche, or, that's the uh, the name of one of the networks under which this podcast is published. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm there. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. here, there, here with that. Anyway, uh, so we'll talk just about Molly Ringwald, who gate Molly Ringwald. <laughs> <laughs> that's an unbelievable slip. <laughs>
0: that's a great. Do you, that, you want me to keep terrible. that? I can leave it in or take it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, leave it, uh, you know, it's nice, right? It is nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess it's it's close enough, too, that that's probably why I did that. Molly, Molly and Rothenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Molly and Rothenberg, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which film was I thinking of? You were like, definitely thinking
0: uh, of Breakfast Club.
1: Breakfast Club, for not sure. Pretty in Pink, for No, sure.
0: no, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, Breakfast yeah. Club makes sense because we're all at a school, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Like, that's, that's where it's that's And around. we're all kind
1: of, I mean, Breakfast Club is a kind of idyllic thing, right? Even though they're in detention, it's a kind of like they're freed from their social... Ah, position their social right?
0: position. What yeah. an unbelievable segue! What did Molly uh, Rothenberg talk about? Except the social tie in her plenary the social talk. Tie. Yeah. yeah,
1: so yeah, the social tie. I thought it was a great. I thought, and she designed the talk very generously on her part. I thought mm. she was. She is one of the most generous people I know because I, re- I was talking to her one point and she saw a couple of grad students who were just kind of awkwardly sitting there and she said, "Excuse me," and I mean, she was polite and. Mm. You know, I was talking it wasn't, didn't bring me back to like middle school dances where my, <laughs> the person I was dancing with said, I'm going to go somewhere else. It didn't bring me back to that. <laughs> I got to go you home
0: know. and watch the news. Uh, yeah, I, I got to, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and she went over and talked to them. And I thought that is really like, it's just an ethical kind of thing. And so, and so I thought it was fascinating that she sort of dedicated her talk to just you know, introducing the main idea of the what she thought would be the main idea, the kind of connection of the conference. Mm. And, of course, it turned out that, I mean, not accidentally, that that is also this idea of, like, what connects us all sort of beyond, not just in the conference, right. but as a, you know, the idea of the social tie.
0: Mm. Yeah, I thought it was super interesting. And for me, it was a uh, a different... Oh, also on her being uh, very generous, she came up to me, she introduced herself to me, and she said that she listened to my talk and the panel, and she really liked it, and it was, like, super nice. I gave her a hug, because I thought her her talk was really nice. Um, Her, what her talk did for me, um, as you know, like, my, um, you know, my work at University of Rhode Island is is about uh, the series and the serial, and by... Kind of by talking about the social tie for me, it introduced like a different way of thinking about that. Like, how does a series form, basically, out of uh, you know, out of out of groups, and right, and right. like I, I mean, for me, like you know, I think what's so interesting is that like so
1: series would be the equivalent of the social tie. Yeah, you know? exactly. It would be, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, okay. and I
0: and okay. for me, like my whole take is like the, like from. From Lacan, uh, like I'm trying to work on this idea that like like well how do you how do how do you form a group from gaps. Or another way of putting it right. is like, how do you form a group from the real? I think. Right. And and I think. Right. It's a,
1: yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. No, go. No, no, no. I'm I'm at the end. I'm gonna take a sip of tea. You're at the end. <laughs> at the end. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I I was just gonna I was thinking that it's um that that was really the I thought what was so great about her contribution was that I think we tend to believe that the gap or the absence or the lack that that infects the group is the is the barrier to the social tie right, right. Mm-hmm. and and i thought her i thought what was so great about her point was that no actually well it's a question like can that be the basis for the social tie right. can i mean i think that was sort of the question of her talk like can lack be the basis for the social tie mm-hmm. or is it always the basis for the social tie but just unrecognized and that we 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 instead think oh it's this kind of positive feature that holds us together, mm. but it's really a shared, some kind of a shared lack that, that is the bond that, that, that unites us, you know? So I feel like that was, I was such a great, mm. I mean, I don't know that she finally answered that question like either or like, is it, right. is that always true or should we try to make that true? Mm. But maybe that doesn't even matter. Maybe it's just, you know, rec- trying to, to get to that point where we recognize it's not a positive feature, mm. but it's, is some kind of shared lack and then i think that seems like so, it's such a great way of intervening in so many you know p- contemporary political problems you know this whole problem of like how disparate groups and you know how like oppressions function in all these mm-hmm. disparate mm-hmm. ways and disparate groups are trying to to fight against them and how do they come together and i think what she was saying was well they come together because they they share a, a lack and that's the basis of the of the shared struggle right
0: yeah yeah and i and i think well it was sort of interesting for me so i want to bring up not like um it's not not like a problem but like a i think like a a provocative thing that like this perspective brings up which is one of the things that she talked about was a new master signifier emerging from this lack and i wonder yeah. if her I wonder if her talk actually allows for two possibilities with this. Like you and I have talked about this before. And yeah. I think that
1: do you want to say what a master signifier
0: is? Yeah, okay. It? So a um yeah, so a master signifier is um something like a nation, right? Like it's a signifier right. that 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 pulls together a lot of other signifiers. It's a, a signifier with without a signified as uh Lacan puts it. And it is a thing that itself doesn't exist, right? Like, but it brings together many other, like, actually e- existing... Um, right, like,
1: it, pro- it, it because it doesn't mean anything, it can provide the foundation for meaning. Like, I yes. think that, yeah. like, for Lacan's, like, his classic example is the name of the father, right? Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just a name. It doesn't have any kind of signification to it. And But in the end, I always mm-hmm. like to think about this in terms of, like, uh, children saying why. Like, yeah. they... Mm-hmm. You know, you can keep giving them reasons, and those are sort of additional signifiers. Yeah. But at the end, at some point, you just have to say, "Because I said because so." Because
0: I said so. Yeah. And so
1: that "because I said so" would be functioning as the master, the master signifier.
0: signifier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I feel like that's the. So yeah, you want to go back to what you were saying? About oh Molly, no, no, no. I thought that was a great point. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: no. Well, so what I was going to say was just that, like, what uh, Molly's talk opens up is that, like, so from from lack, we can either, as she suggests. Uh, come up with a new master signifier that, that pulls together social ties that, like, avoid some of the um, issues of the, the contemporary moment um, of, of making it, like, I mean, like, what? Since, uh, I mean, since uh, 9-11, like, how much, like, which I bring up because we're probably going to talk about Arrival later and I think the effect of 9-11 on that uh, film and the story, but the... So many uh, social ties brought together through what, like, like fear, like uh, racism, right. xenophobia, right. like, and, and right. I think that with the president, like we have a return almost to like that moment. Like, it's like a, almost like we're, we're, we're with, with Trump. We're, well I think we're living in functioning
1: a, uh, as he's functioning as master signifier right now right c- certainly yeah,
0: yeah yeah i just want to like i just want to make this point that i think that like he he is like making like our current world like a pre 9/11 world where we know that 9/11 happened you know, oh, like
1: that's very good. Yeah, yeah.
0: like like yeah. we we need to be anticipating this and that. The the figure is obviously like North Korea, or it's just like the other in general. I mean, that was his whole yeah. his whole campaign was like, there's nothing wrong with America. Actually, what's wrong with America is other people. So we need to get right. them out, or you know, change them. But anyway, so yeah, um, yeah. so Molly's talk like goes right at that, which is like we need a new master signifier to to recalibrate all of that kind of conversation. Right, like
1: so, a master signifier that would be able to signify its own lack. Right, is that what? Or, I think that was her point. Her right? point, yeah.
0: Or, and this or, is what I'm building up to, or, right. I, I mean, because I think that her talk could also make this following okay. argument, which is that maybe we should just disinvest from the master signifier or like right. master signifiers in general. Like, th- is that not also a way to to get at I, it through? through yeah, lack? I
1: totally agree with yeah. that. I feel like. Um, you know, isn't the problem that any, like there's this, um, you know, like I think that idea of inventing a master signifier is, I mean, maybe, maybe, okay. I mean, it's a possibility. Right. But mm-hmm. I also feel like what you just said about this, disinvestment investment in the master signifier or this recognition of the stupidity of the master signifier, mm-hmm. to me, that's a like stupidity in the sense of like the nonsensical right, right, right. status of it. You know, like, I feel like that's the, that's the real that's also another radical possibility or an important possibility that I think is maybe more effective because I guess it's hard for me to imagine any master signifier, like the, if it signifies its own lack, then it ends up that it, it, it still performs a kind of, uh, you know, like, like it's like, uh, it's, you know what I think it's like? I think it's yeah. akin to when George Bush... I don't know if you remember this at the course George W. Bush, not the right. the 90-year-old Groper. Groper, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 when George W. Bush was at the Correspondence Center after the Iraq War had started, mm-hmm. and they, it was clear that there were no weapons of mass destruction, he did this, made fun of himself. He goes, I think these weapons of mass destruction are around here somewhere, and he was, like, looking into the table. Uh, and it's it's <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's a that, funny yeah. joke. Yeah. And it seems to suggest that me as master i'm i'm you know avowing my own impotence yeah. but but of course then what does that do that like ends up kind of doing the opposite yeah. precisely because there's always this distinction between what you say and where you say it from mm-hmm. you know this is lacan's distinction between the position of the enunciation and the position of the enunciated content, content. and mm-hmm. so you know i feel like you know okay he the, the george bush that he showed to be impotent Mm -hmm. was one... But the person showing us the George Bush (laughs) to be impotent was still presenting himself as potent. So that... So I think it's... I I do feel like what you're getting at is crucial because I think it's impossible for... um, it's impossible to have the right master signifier. Yeah, it's not like, right, right. You know, like I feel like mm-hmm. that's one of the real problems of the left is like this search for, oh, if we just found the right master signifier, everything mm-hmm. would be fine,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you know? when yeah. it, When I think it's instead, no, I think what's opened up by, you know, Lacan and psychoanalysis in general is this idea of the impotence of the in fact, I think that's Freud's basic point, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's just trace the impotence of the of the father, like yeah. of the phallus. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, like let's sh- let's show how the phallus is impotent, and that's the, that's the you know that's the real radical gesture.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, no, I, to- I totally agree. It's it's super interesting. Like, I mean, I think that. So we have that on the one hand, and then which I you know, I feel like even though that that wasn't necessarily the subject of Molly's talk. I feel like she'd probably, like, agree with that, but, like, I think... I think
1: she would agree with that, too. Yeah, you know. yeah, I, mean, I think, I
0: yeah. think that, but, like, it does, it does create, from, from lack, we have both, at both the conference and the idea of lack, uh, both possibilities emerge, and I think that, like, right. um, I don't know, I think that, that it, it is, like, it's both equally valid, like, you know, for one, like, you know, uh, it... In a world that, like we, we, you know, you can argue is structured by these like meaningless master signifiers. Maybe it makes more sense that, like, maybe we, maybe we do it, all that it would take is is one uh, rather than well, we disinvest from it because when have we disinvested from master signifiers? You know, like, isn't that just as rare as the other thing?
1: So I can. No, I think it is just as rare. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I could
0: see like yeah. like both possibilities like existing yeah. with the same amount yeah. of potentiality.
1: So. Yeah. No. It's a it's a it's a nice little uh, theoretical conflict. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that, I mean, I I know where I stand, but because I, yeah. I just articulated that point <laughs> right, uh, right. at length, but um, yeah. <laughs> I do feel like it's not a it's not cut and dried, and I think there is a I think there's a you know there's a possibility to have a kind of vigorous uh, you know dispute about it.
0: So, mm, definitely, yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, it's super great, and I just um, to be. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here from her talk, and just to be fair, like where where she started from, I j- maybe just to mention this, and and we could maybe move on to um, uh to, to, to something else, but like uh Lacan's attempt to establish a, a new social link through like a collective of, of, of analysts, like that was right, like, that's right, the the right. attempt already in psychoanalysis that right. uh, that failed. But does that failure open up the 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 idea of lack and like because that that's because so, again it's the same thing. Like I mean, not to like. Circle the same point over and over again, but you can use that exact same example for both the point that I think you and I are making, and then the point that Molly made, which is like, yeah, it is possible to install a new master signifier that would reset uh, and like reestablish the uh, social links, or it's perhaps better to disinvest because that can do the exact same thing. And they both right. come from they both come from lack, which I, I find kind of fascinating.
1: Right, and right, right. Because it would be a master signifier of lack. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean I think that's I think that's a great um I think that's such a great point that she made about the way in which could we think of not Lacan's own politics as the basis for the politics of psychoanalysis but mm. actually what he did in terms of trying to set up his own political but not political but like the organization of analysts. Yeah. And so that's
0: mm.
1: I thought that was kind of a you know a nice a nice thing that she was doing because as one of the other talks in the oh, yeah, sure. conference made clear was that Lacan himself was a conservative. And so yeah. that was, uh, you know, that was, a, that was nice that he opposed, he opposed May 1968. Right, and right. he, you know, this famous thing, what you want is a
0: new master, you'll have one.
1: And, you know,
0: it, uh, the, po- I mean, the point there is like, yeah, so you and I have talked about this before, like it, it is like, it is possible looking at different things to position Lacan obviously as like a, like a leftist thinker, but it's hard to avoid that, like the not support for for sixty eight. And obviously he was right about that. He was right. He because de Gaulle yeah. consolidated power. He was totally right. Yeah. They they yeah. did get France did get a new master. However, you could you can do that with any revolution and play it out and it, right. it's it um right. succumbs to it's just the, a
1: little conservative game, exactly. right? Exactly. It's a conservative yeah. game. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, cool right. okay do uh, yeah. do we want to move to yeah let's move on to, yeah.
1: to, to this idea of the universal which is I think related to what we were saying in this idea I mean this is a thing that came up I think um, and I, I mean maybe it is the same even question as the as the as the social tie right yeah. like the mm-hmm. you know can we articulate universals in the face of all this all this massive particular difference right and I thought you I mean um, I thought your example of uh, of the Coates book, but is it between the world and me? Yeah, yeah between that, the world that, and uh, me. Yep. Yeah, that I thought your example from that about the universal is pretty nice. I don't know if you want to... Yeah, okay, talk, talk about that.
0: that. So, sure, um, in uh, in my talk, which I get to talk about because this is my <laughs> podcast, um, that... But
1: to just talk <laughs> anonymously. <laughs> oh, <then. I'm> sorry. <laughs> it was not Ryan Engley. It was just <laughs> it was this just one person. <laughs> like, the the right. same person that brought up Lacan was a conservative, uh, the same kind of anonymous same, person. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, okay.
0: All right, sure. all right. Some, yeah. anon- some anonymous person who I happen to have uh, knowledge of is... Um, Brought up this talk,
1: but let's say, wait a minute. I'm going to keep interrupting Go you ahead, in this please. annoying way. Uh, to, to be true to the psychoanalytic point, you do not have, your knowledge of this person is probably worse than, than this person's. Uh, fellow interlocutors. Yeah. Yeah. You probably,
0: you probably know, you know me better than, than yes. I think that that's probably. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. No, no, no. Sorry. (laughs) Continue. No, it's a nice uh, pedantic point to to bring up. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, So anyway, um, yeah. So in this talk, uh, someone uh, positioned um, Tanahasi Coates, uh, Coates' memoir um, that takes the form of a, a, like a letter written to his son, uh, that he uh, borrows from uh, Baldwin, because Baldwin, sa- Baldwin does the same thing, uh, to, uh, in that, um, The Fire Next Time, I believe, is that, that's the name of that book? Uh, where Baldwin does that? Yeah. I
1: don't know if that's where it is, but maybe. Okay, so... Uh, I've read that book, so I should know that, okay. but
0: I don't, I don't um, anyway. So, anyway, uh, what he, um, he recounts this, like, intellectual history, and what what this person did was uh, position uh, Coates' own intellectual trajectory uh, between... Uh, like that, as the the moving from the particular to the universal, or moving from a conception of uh, universality that would be um, like certain readings of Kant have it. Certainly, someone like Judith Butler, which was uh, someone brought up in this particular talk, um, to that of uh, Hegel, and then certainly the more recent work that um, you know Slavoj Zizek has been putting out, and it kind of moves like this. Uh, the Coates highlights this phrase, this this racist dismissive remark that Saul Bellow is quite famous for um, uh, saying. In in answer, I'm not sure the context, but like one can imagine, like the like shouldn't we teach more native writing? Shouldn't we teach more like indigenous writing? Or just like multicultural, multicultural, yeah. yeah. And the the answer is, well, who's the Tolstoy of the Zulus, right? And Uh, Coates sees this, you know, as a a young person at Howard university and he thinks, okay, who's the Tolstoy story of the Zulus, you racist fuck. Like, I'm going to find that person that you're ignoring. And, uh, he finds her in this, uh, this queen, Queen Nzinga. And, and like, he thinks like, this is it. Like I found, I found my power. I found the Tolstoy story of the Zulus and he realized the error of that thinking. So that is the particular thinking. Like I'm going to, okay, who's the Tolstoy story of the Zulus? I'm going to find that particular to um, re recuperate or rehabilitate like this, like missing uh, link, so to speak. And he reads a, uh, a line from Ralph Wiley, the late uh, great uh, African-American, like, I mean, sports writer among many things. Ralph Wiley writes, um, Tolstoy is the Tolstoy of the Zulus. And then it's such a great line. It's such a great line. He says, unless you find profit and fencing off universal characteristics of humanity into exclusive tribal ownership, I believe is the, is the rest of the line. Yeah. And what Coates realizes is that in looking for the Tolstoy of the Zulus, he accepted the racist premise that undergirded Bellow's statement at all. And so what he should have done is what, uh, Ralph Wiley did rightly is to like just g- not answer the question but like at, you know go after the premise like and, and to unseat the premise right. and that is the right. way toward the
1: particularist premise the particular right? like thing the, pre- the, 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 yeah that the, I think that's such a great point and that the racist position is the particularist position
0: yes. right yeah because yeah. it excludes yeah. basically cause, yeah the ra- the 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 racist right the white person it's all about excluding uh you know, black people in America and, and, you know, in other countries is sort of like the same motion. It's like, you want to exclude this person cause like they're, cause they're obviously different and they want what, you know, you have or whatever. Like you don't have the same thing. Like you're not part right. of the same thing. And, yeah. Yeah. uh, that, well, that there's no
1: share, there's no universal that, that, that ties us together. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. Right. It is. Yeah. It's a ref, it's a refusal of that sort of, uh, universality. And so that's, yeah, so that. That's... Well, it's a
1: refusal. I, I think it's. I think that's really well put and such a great example that you uncovered. And I, I do also think it's a Someone, refusal. Someone, not of me. The... <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> yeah, no. that's right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that. <laughs> I think that it's. Isn't it like a refusal of the universe, like universal equality? Like you just yes. don't. You don't accept universal equality yeah. if you hold that. If you ask a question like that. Yeah who's the Tolstoy of the Zulus, then you, you've, you've a priori just said, I don't accept universal equality, right? Right,
0: right, right, right. Yeah. Or, or the only way to get there is there needs to be some sort of, like, doubling of humanity, but, like, every particular race needs to do it. Like, so, you know, like for Bello, like, what if, like let's just, like, you know. Well, that,
1: universe, that equality is something to be arrived at. Yes, exactly. Rather than something that, that is sort of... Uh, Do you want to say given? I don't know if you want to say ontologically given yeah. or certainly given by our relationship to to signification. Yeah, right? I mean yeah. I might go so far as to say ontologically given, but mm-hmm. maybe that is going way too far. But
0: mm-hmm. well, well um, we could pick that up another time. But I think that yeah, like, another time, I, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I thought that so it wasn't just uh, you know this someone else who may or may not have been me talking about this, but there are a lot of other um, uh, talks and. Uh, different usages, uh, uh, or employments, I should say of, of this, like kind of this way of getting at universality because it, right. in the, and a, a lot
1: okay. involved and some others involved the question of race as well. I yeah. think, you know, yeah. there's and, this idea of, um, of, I think that like the, and this even comes back to Molly's thing too, mm. about the social tie. I, uh, there was a talk on race, which I thought was maybe the, maybe the best talk of the, of the conference Mm. that, um, that said, um, you know, uh, it's only when that, that, that part of what, the way racism functions is the way that it distributes lack and excess Mm. and fails to see that they are always intricately linked with each other, you Mm -hmm, know, like that, mm -hmm. you know, that like slavery is the attempt to, to, to like make one, race of people, like to distribute all lack onto them or to distribute all excess. I think you could read it. You maybe could read it either way. I mean, but, but, um, this talk read it as to distribute all lack to them. And then I, and what's Mm -hmm. interesting is of course today, um, black subjectivity is viewed for sure. I think as the site of, of some illegitimate excess. Right. 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 It's all,
0: it's always that like, it's always that you know uh, if it's not African Americans, it, it's it's like women, right? Like they're they're already getting away with something,
1: right? And so right, right, so to
0: right, ask for right. anything else since they're already getting away with something is uh, is, is is too much, is is more What's, yeah
1: right. What's great about that is it also it makes sense of both racism against like anti-black racism, yeah. which is which you know is is pretty evident as racism, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, anti-Asian racism, which is seems oh, like yeah. it's not racist because it's like, oh, yeah. we have to like Harvard has to not allow like there's a there's a cap on the number of Asian. I mean, this is true, right? Yeah, that there's right. a that's cap on the number speak. of Asian applicants because otherwise there would be no white people at Harvard, right? <laughs> like that's the that's the that's the, the, I mean, I don't I, don't, I, I maybe that's apocryphal, but I actually think that might be true, you know? So. <laughs> Uh, although they would say, "Oh, we're looking at all different qualities, right, and we're excluding course. people, and whatever." I mean, that seems like ideology to me. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, so even that idea that, like, to be Asian is to be, like you know, advantaged. like smarter or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even that is sort of uh, attributes some kind of racial excess to the to the other, right? Even oh, if certainly. The, if it's totally a positive. I mean, not y- totally, y- but but. A, thought of as a positive
0: thing. Yeah, right. right. It's it's like this um right be, because everyone like every every asian is good at math, right? Like that's the, right. you know, like right. that's that's right. the thing. And right. uh that kind of um that I mean that is an interesting way to think about that in terms of like like the 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 lack and excess in like, you know, um, uh, black racism and uh like the racism of like a- asian and i would wa- i want to say like uh what like like indian uh you know from, from right, india right. right like like yeah. what are like you you want to look at it, it's like so who you your're your, your racist like what groups of people like are super hardworking and make a black people look bad right like like isn't that that's because right. that's always the point it's never right. really to respect like the like accomplishments of like oh, an that's Asian a nice person point. it's yeah, always to yeah, be yeah. like I need to find yeah. a non-white example that I can yeah. use to hammer black people with like that's that's always right. the point
1: right right. Yeah, that's 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 just fascinating. Yeah, I think, and it's absolutely true. So anyway, so that was a nice way in which, um, again, this see, it's I what's fascinating to me about that is the way in which particularism Mm. requires this uneven distribution of lack and excess to to different particulars, to Mm. different. I mean, it could be race; it could be you know sex it could be sexual orientation it could be whatever mm. right but it th- that's what it's predicated on this kind of une- uneven distribution and i think usually it's we whoever we is
0: yeah.
1: we're the lacking so i mean this would be the this is i think what trump plays into more mm. than anything we are the lacking subjects and and those others are figures of excess right. and that's why we're lacking right. because they are they've mm. stolen our whatever it is, our enjoyment, our, our, our well, whatever, our national treasure or whatever.
0: That's yeah. the point of the white lives matter rally that happened yesterday. Right. right? Like <laughs> right, that's, that's right, the whole point right. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I did miss that. I,
0: I <laughs> think it's probably
1: not even a funny joke. No, I, don't, <laughs> I, mean, I
0: don't think that's funny. Uh, to joke
1: <laughs> no, not even funny at all. Not even funny at all. So, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, it reminds me, I was teaching class the other day and, um, we watched a film about a, Woman who was in a very oppressive—it's called the La Souriante Madame Boudet the the Smiling Madame Boudet and mm-hmm. uh, by Germaine Dulac, and she's a great uh, French filmmaker, silent era. And uh, it's like about this woman in this terribly oppressive situation with this husband who just doesn't notice and doesn't care, and mm-hmm. and she she tries to kill him by he fakes suicide all the time, but he doesn't put a bullet in, uh-huh. and so she puts a bullet in to hopefully kill himself, and then he ends up shooting it at her, and she almost gets killed. And then it ends, and she's just stuck in the same horrible situation. And As I shut the film down, I said to the student, so that's my spouse's all-time favorite film. (laughs) I thought thought that was pretty funny, and not a single person laughed. That's a, they didn't think they didn't think it was a good either it wasn't a good joke or they thought well I could see why. I can see why. Like, I, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome so, I, the joke yeah. it, it's so funny like in uh, in teaching the joke that doesn't land or the joke that is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That like I used to joke oh, man I used to joke uh, that like I would always interrupt myself as a teacher because I thought that I had an undiagnosed but like some sort of form of like functional uh, attention deficit disorder, and I yeah. like I would say that as like a, a joke, but like it's where I'm teaching the generation where people are where
1: they really have
0: it, where and they're so, diagnosed with with yeah, ADD, like yeah, like yeah. candy, and so everyone's like, oh yeah, I get that, and yeah, it's I like get that. no, yeah. that's it. and then so <laughs> I don't say that anymore. <laughs> so
1: like, yeah, yeah, you kind of your joke lost its, it's yeah. yeah. I think as you, it's interesting because I think as you get older, your probably your jokes to the students are less effective. Because I think it's yeah. because either you don't connect with them or they just feel sorry for you. It's this so, person's old and yeah, sad and, and
0: they don't get it anymore yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I made my class laugh a lot because I told them that I. I mean, this is true. That I, I recently found out that. Um, my family has Jewish heritage, but that's not how I phrased it. I think I said that I said, I'm a new Jew and that they like, they, <laughs> they lost it. And uh, I said that. Yeah.
1: That's funny. Yeah. That's or funny. I said, new or, and new then I said funny.
0: I was newish or something. Like I can't yeah. remember. It was something like that. And they, I knew yeah yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah yeah, people, yeah. 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 Like Daniel Duranda. Yeah. So people went, went crazy yeah. for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I, I thought interestingly the way what what the other thing that came up and this maybe we'll touch on uh, Slavoj Zizek's talk. Sure. Uh, in this in this way, which I thought was stunningly good. I thought Moly's talk was great. I thought Slavoj's talk was mm. was just amazing. Um, and I I, ha- I do want to. S- I don't want to take credit for it in any way. That's what is going to sound like, but <laughs> right. I don't want to take credit for it. But I did say, like, look, this is a totally theoretical conference, so just come with a totally theoretical talk. You don't have to, you know, intervene yes. in these, like, contemporary political questions, right. which mm-hmm. I really, really appreciate that he does that. Mm. But, it, you know, like... W- the people here didn't need to be convinced, no. you know, about any of these political like questions that he te- typically intervenes in. So yeah. that would have been unnecessary, and it would have been maybe funny because he's quite funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I wanted to encourage him to do so. and he did it too. Yeah. I thought it was really maybe one of the most theoretical talks I've heard him spe- give. I've heard him talk quite a bit. Yeah, I thought it was um,
0: great. Absolutely, it's yeah. the best the best so, that I've seen. I've seen him like uh, really three, the four best times. you've seen. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I okay. thought it was the most like systematic. And, uh, the, the most like he, he was, um, like develop, I, I felt like what he was doing was developing an idea that's not in like, it's something he's written where like a lot of the times right. I, I I feel yeah. like he's. Uh, explaining in a different way, like some of the something
1: that he's already yeah, w- yeah, exactly, yeah. which
0: is yeah. you know, which is fine, and I think is great because like different audiences require different things, you know. Um, but I Plus, thought, I mean,
1: people, you only have a certain number of ideas, really. you <laughs> like, run out. We're we're, we're incredibly uh, finite beings when it comes to thought. I feel like
0: I think that's you know. definitely true.
1: You know, yeah. I just feel like I mean, I think there's an argument to say that everybody's just repeating their one same idea in all these multifarious. Kinds of ways. Well, right?
0: yeah, I mean, maybe like, that's too. I don't maybe know. that's too limited. That's, yeah, uh, that's probably. That, too that's limited. what is that? That's like. I'm the, just describing myself rather. Describing, <laughs> no, you're being harsh <laughs> on yourself. But that's like, what is that? Like the music critic. That's like, I, you know, I really only like their first album, you know, or something like yeah. that, because that yeah. had everything, yeah. and then it, that had
1: everything. Yeah. Although there are cases where that's true, but certainly but nonetheless. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so so I what I want to talk about from his talk mm-hmm. is the way that he. So he was also talking about the social tie, and and sort of picking I mean he didn't have Molly's talk when he gave his talk so he didn't know this but kind of I thought picking up nicely yeah. from what she was saying and also yeah. touching on the universal and so it, it kind of brought a lot of the ideas of the conference together I felt like in a nice way. Yeah which um, oh, just to
0: interrupt is yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. goes yeah. back to the well to the thing that I said at the beginning which is like I think this conference is a really great job of implying this connectivity that is harder to get at like out in the world of scholarship or in like you know different people's like you have to read different people's books and, and put it together on your right. own but this conference really really brings together together this thought that is uh, well that, that everybody uh, takes part in. So anyway, so this was yeah a, but it's
1: interesting though because it does that um, in a kind of you know first by cutting off a lot of other things you know like it's sure. like it is kind of psychoanalytic like you have to accept a basic kind of psychoanalytic like preception orientation and and for certain things, like you have to say like, yeah, there is a symbolic and real and you, you know, you, and Mm -hmm. there, you have to believe in dialectics and you, you know, I think you have to accept certain things. And I think that's what maybe makes possible Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the kind of, you know, nice, uh, you know, even the, I will almost even, I tempted to say even the kind of most vigorous disputes and debates, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like maybe only if you accept something, Certain things, basic premise. You know, because mm. I, because I, I, I wonder if, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm tempted to say if you're like a, you know, like I don't know what I want to say this or not, but uh, <laughs> I can delete like, it. Uh, okay, <laughs> no, no, but like if you were a Delusian, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know it'd be hard to, to, to even engage in the, the, the in in the debate. You know, like mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's only first by sort of cutting things off that then you get this kind of rigorous engagement and yeah. kind of things kind of coming together. But yeah, you know, no, I I, t- mean, I totally
0: uh, agree. Like, well, you yeah. said that to me before that like you, you just it, like you just have to. Uh to be able to talk about anything you you do have to agree like about certain things like to to have any kind of like uh yeah otherwise philosophical or or, or else like nothing means anything or everything means you know right
1: right or you just spend the whole time disputing about these fundamental questions that you're you're really never ever ever going to give ground on yeah
0: yeah right
1: and that you know like (laughs) like you know like uh well, that's debate, yeah. right? Where
0: like you just right. Rigorous, I guess, yeah. that,
1: that's right. Yeah. That's right. Right. That's why debate is always stale debate. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like I, I think of it like, could Hegel have a philosophical discussion with Parmenides? It'd be mm. impossible right. because for Hegel, like negation is, is 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 like the, the, the most important thing about. Being and mm-hmm. for Parmenides, negation just simply what is not can, does, not, does exist. not exist. Yeah. So so there's just no so they they could keep saying that back and forth <laughs> to each other, yeah. and you know. But but I don't know I don't know how they could, I, how anything could, you know, productive could ever come out of that. Yeah. So
0: well, I feel it, like that's a it's like um like a, your 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 gun control uh, debate right debate. You know, like you've got your Second Amendment people and then... No, it, you're
1: right to call yeah, it a debate. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. So, which which makes it so uninteresting and stale, right? Yeah. It's and, a and it, Well, it's and it, a it, it keeps yeah. the status quo, in, in, in right? Because right, nothing, you know, the needle doesn't move. So yeah, right. So right. each never. person... So Parmenides can, can be right and Hegel can be right and they, they never have right. to they meaningfully they both enc- are just encounter a- each other. Yeah.
1: Right, it comes back to actually what we're saying about the particular. Like they're both just have their particular yeah. position that they're kind of stuck in. Hey, Tom, yeah. Anyway, so is just
0: subjective. That's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's such a horrible thing. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> horrible idea. I mean. Uh, so I thought Slavoj was really, really good about this, like how we can. It's almost like he was kind of following up to Molly and giving a concrete. You know, way of it, way of working it out. Mm-hmm. You know, of of uh, and so this idea of his of the empty ritual yes. that would connect us together, mm-hmm. and then he showed. Someone someone thought it was funny that he was showing Wind River because he probably didn't see it, but I think he, he <laughs> talked about it like he had seen it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so. Um, that or even in summary. Th- but, he uh, read a summary, yeah. in it. but but, but uh, I don't think he would have actually gotten what he got from a summary. So I I, no, I, 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 say
0: that I think he read it. I, I'm sorry I I, it.
1: Actually, he did. I know he saw it because I was. I talked to him about it. And yeah. He actually knew enough details that I knew it wasn't just a summary. Um, <laughs> but uh, I used to think he was kidding when he said I haven't seen that film. But I, I now know that he he usually isn't kidding when he says that. Yeah. Although it's one of those f- things that's both funny and. Totally, He can just reveal something true, and mm. it's still funny.
0: I'm not lying, right? Or, or, I'm not or, lying, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 uh, right.
1: But I thought that the idea, like the end of that, the way that film ends in this empty ritual, that the, what the guy's is doing is not returning to his original particular roots with some ritual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's just performing an empty ritual, which is why the the he's the father of the Native American woman who's been killed. Mm-hmm. And then that's why Jeremy Renner, who's also had a daughter killed, right. can come sit next to him and say, "I'm just going to sit by you for a few minutes." And then they he he actually participates in what what is a Native American ritual, right? Um, and but it it, it it ceases to be a particular ritual, right. right? Because of it's precisely because of its emptiness. Because the person, the Native American guy doing it, whose daughter has died, isn't doing it. He he has no real investment in the content of the ritual. Yeah, right?
0: and so the the point I want to make on that too is is yeah. that the when uh, I think when Slavoj says empty or or you know you say emptiness like it doesn't mean meaningless, and it doesn't right. mean and it doesn't right. mean that it it. To, to use that word does not mean, and I mean this in a non. It's not
1: pejorative. Exactly,
0: it's not pejorative. Yeah, I was going to say negative, but that gets confusing because you talk about Hegel. But you're right. Yeah, pejorative yeah. is a much better word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty is not is not pejorative and doesn't mean it's bereft of, of meaning. It's just it is uh it it's lacking content, and right. so it's right. A, so you're
1: not. So there's no. I I loved this. So there's no like there's a lack of content, mm. and it's precisely that lack of content that allows the two subjects to to come together is it too right? simple
0: to say that the it's the the lacking content brings together through form is, is that or no i think
1: that's correct yeah. isn't it yeah. i think it really was a formalist point that he was making mm-hmm. right i mean I, I think there's a way you could sort of say that the the real project of psychoanalysis is a formalist project right? yeah like I,
0: to- I have felt i please keep saying that because i've i've thought i've thought this before like i think yeah. I've, I've, i mean yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry i need not to not, not, not <laughs> interrupt you yes
1: no no i was i that's all i was saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think i mean i think that for like freud's whole analysis of dreams is not about the content i mean this yeah. isn't this the great error in yes oh it's all about the penis in yes. the dream blah 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 blah, blah. having sex with your mother, mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no his point is it's the formal distortion that yeah. the dream creates right it's where the it's where the signification is Why yeah. Lies. Why is
0: yeah. X displaced into Y? Like that yeah. that Why? That, yeah, yeah. Why? Why don't you wanna just <laughs> talk about X? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Why are you hiding it, you know, even to yourself? Yeah. Why is the right. the, 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 right. the desire that you know supports it, it's like so horrifying that even though there's no audience, you're the only audience that, you know, you you, you can't even be told right. like right. what it I is. I love
1: that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I have to hide it from, myself, I have to hide most it from my because yeah. <laughs> it's right. too
0: horrible. Right. Yeah.
1: Right, uh, which is why if you wake up and you go immediately, I know what that dream means. You probably
0: don't know what that. Dream you probably means. don't know what it means. Yeah,
1: but yeah. anyway. So I thought that I thought that was a great point mm-hmm. in Slavoj's talk, and I thought he really kind of stuck to it. And maybe we shouldn't go into it, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. he lo- lo- he put it first in terms of these Lacanian forms like the Klein bottle and the cross cap, and then he he wanted he tried to link those. I mean, that would take a whole session to yeah. unpack. But mm-hmm. then he he brought that to the empty. This empty ritual, right? Mm -hmm, And I thought that was a really good thing. And then the one thing I wanted to talk to you about was he then connected it to the plus in LGBT plus, as if that was also this kind of empty uh, form Mm -hmm. or empty gesture that could bring together like the plus really had no content and so that was the moment of universality in this list of particulars
0: right right so the plus then functioning in a different way than it does for i want to say almost for everybody else like it's yeah yeah, like so where the in the lgbt you know plus the plus stands in for a huge like a long string of letters that uh, signify many different kinds of particulars. So in Slavoj's reading, then the movement to the universal actually means emptying it of that content, and it's just the form, the idea of the plus, which you would also then get rid of LGBT as well. Like, and you would well, need, that's you would that's a that.
1: pretty interesting thing, right? Yeah. Like, like you said to me at one point, I think after Slavoj's talk, like, Mm -hmm. shouldn't there be just the plus? Yes, yeah. Or shouldn't the plus be in the beginning or something like that? And I think that was maybe a point where I would would question him. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I, I heard another talk, which was very proximate to me, Mm -hmm. where the person said, well, the plus is actually the signifier of what Hegel calls the bad infinite. That Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. it just signifies... We'll never get enough particulars right. included, mm-hmm. but this this will signify that we'll keep going on and on and on and on. So like LGBT plus and then QAAQ. A, A, I. I think some of these letters are redoubled. They're right? doubled, like, yeah, because uh, there's queer and Q, questioning
0: are, are, are queer so and separate. questioning.
1: Mm-hmm. A is for ally and asexual, As well. right? Yep. And so that mm-hmm. and so they they keep going, and so you know you can. I think there is an argument. I think I've heard someone say this, mm-hmm. that maybe the whole key is asexual. That's no. what everybody wants to get to. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Which Yeah, which is kind of like the platonic ideal of subjectivity is asexuality. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I, I do think that, like for me, I didn't really totally buy what he was saying about that because of what you just said, that for everybody else I feel like that the plus just signifies infinite particulars to come,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: or that aren't included, mm-hmm. and I don't think it has this. I mean, what he's trying to—I guess what he's trying to do is re-signify the the plus, mm-hmm. right? Like, like kind of like kind of like the way queer has been, right? Know, was of course derogatory, and now has been. Resignified, although I don't think it's still used even in a derogatory way. Is no, it, not I mean, at all. It's
0: it's been a, a total victory. Total like, recu- like a complete. Yeah, total actually, if you to go back to the first thing we said, it, like that is, but a total victory of a new master signifier. The, right, you know, right, like, right, and, right. And, and because
1: and I, no one, you know, when I was a kid, we played this game. It was like we didn't have enough so you can smear the queer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. We, it's when you didn't have the right enough guys to play a football game. You yeah. would play Smear the Queer, yeah. and my kids—they have no idea what that is. Yeah, no idea.
0: That's the game yeah. they play, in the just to to make a, a contemporary example. That's the, that's what the um, uh, Sharon is playing in the beginning of Moonlight when he's a kid. Like that's the. Are you serious? Very serious.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah That's That's nice Yeah That's a nice touch Yeah mm-hmm. And yeah, no I wonder people liked that flavor. Yeah it's, I, I, I think it's great
0: <laughs> Yeah So um, But I know you do yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah That's a review from you right there <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I didn't say anything I know I know I, I know. just uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: Just said nothing
0: So anyway uh, Yeah So yeah So queer no, I, I thought I, it was fine No it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Um Um Yeah. So
1: I I think that that's, I mean, that's Slavoj's wager about the plus, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that's how it's functioning. And I, and I, I think your point is very perspicacious about the way in which the very positioning of the plus suggests this like trail of particulars or like this queue of particulars, which, which to me is, is sort of the problem. I think, I mean, I guess, to me, any time you're thinking in the logic of particulars, you're thinking in a basically conservative
0: Right. It's logic. Saul know? Bellows quote, right? Like like is that right, right, like it's a right. problem of like you've you've
1: entered the Saul Bellow universe. Right? right. Not that he's not a fine right. I mean, whatever, Herzog or whatever that yeah. novel is, fine. But as a as a political thinker, I think you've you've entered his his racist political universe.
0: I think yeah. So I mean, I think that that's the that's the point. That and I mean, this is the point that Tanahasi Coates comes to in between the world and me is that if you, what you're doing is trying to find the Tolstoy of the Zulus, you've lost the argument because you've accepted yeah. it. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. if the if the argument is like so if the uh, I guess I guess the sort of the thing is is that like um, conservatives are. The, the, the demand, I suppose, from conservatives is that like we don't want to recognize uh, transgender people or, or like we've been forced to recognize gay and lesbian people, but we're not going to recognize transgender. We're drawing people. the line. Here. Yeah, we're drawing the yeah. line. Yeah, and so the line if the response is well, you have to and you have to. And you have to recognize these like particular people. Then like I think that that accepts a premise in the Saul Bellow way and maybe that you yeah. always lose that argument or it takes a long time to win. And maybe the, right. the response is that what actually – no, you need to accept queer people like to go to the, the – again, or, this total victory or, or, or the plus. Or, or the pl- – yeah, or the – or queer- yeah, or or like <laughs> – like
1: you know what? That's you're already included in that, yes. thing that yeah. you think you have to, you don't want to accept,
0: yeah, that's right? Great. Like,
1: like, that's I think, isn't that the deeper point about yeah. what Coates is saying or Ralph Wiley? Let's we should give the proper credit is sure, saying yeah. in response to Bellow that 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 like you think like Zulu is somehow different from you, yes, <laughs> right? <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, they're not, and yeah. so I mean, that's I mean, one of the it seems like one of the basic Freudian points, seems like even the most obvious Freudian point is that the trans like, and Slavoj has said this about I, it's for some reason he got in trouble about this and I'm not exact. I mean, I guess maybe he said it artfully or something, but yeah. this idea that, 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 that in fact, the transgender subject is the model for subjectivity. Like yeah. this kind of like indecision or, or feeling like I'm not in the proper Please. body. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. not, that's not an error. That's not some kind of like, well, it is. Maybe it is an error, but it's the error that is the basis of subjectivity itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's like that's the model. That's the paradigmatic subject. Not this like idiotic male who thinks I'm a real man.
0: Yeah. And, right. Right.
1: That fool is the most self-deceived of all. Right. 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 Like that. Like, and Slavoj likes to say when I go to bathrooms, I'm, I'm not sure should I go into the women's or the men's. You know, I have this moment of like, I don't know which, and I think mm-hmm. that's. That suggests again. I think this kind of paradigmatic status. I I often th- am in one, and I'm like, my God, I'm think I'm in the wrong
0: uh, that, one. Uh, that happened. Yeah. That did happen to me. I, and coincidentally, it was when yeah. I was taking a um uh, a queer Defecating. fiction No, no. Yeah. I was taking, no, no, no.
1: I thought you were going to say a polite word for no, that. no, no, you, no, okay. no,
0: no. I wasn't. I was not taking shit. No, I was. Oh, yeah. uh, th- this podcast has the explicit tag on it just because I don't want to have it oh so
1: we're allowed to say well okay. I, but I I, oh, you I try that? not to curse so oh
0: I, I know curse. it's it's a it's, uh, it's inelegant I find
1: it you know what I find I just think it's I, it's from teaching I find it a way to try to like
0: wake uh, the students up
1: nah just no opposite <laughs> I feel like oh, okay. it's such a it's such an easy way to kind of like whatever see like you're seem like you're on the level oh the that
0: you seem like you're cool <laughs> like look at me I seem cool i, I mean, break yeah. the rules and smoke cigarettes yeah right i'm so the cool yeah yeah, yeah. Um, anyway no but l- i guess i was taking a queer fiction class in a building at the university i was at that like it hadn't been completely finished yet and so the i i i saw a a male uh a custodial worker walk out of this bathroom because he was like working on it and so yeah. I was like, oh, that's the men's room. And I walked in and it was all and there were no urinals. And I'm like, oh, well, it's a new building. Like, I guess. A that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so more,
1: more, more contemporary. Yeah. yeah right. And, <laughs>
0: and I walked in and then one of the uh, one of the women uh, in the class came in and they opened the door and I was just like I I, I was just there and because I was uh, I was peeing and 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 yeah. she was like oh my god I was like oh my god it was just like a whole thing and like anyway and she ran back. It's pretty room funny. And, yeah, it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, that so anyway. That's, yeah, but I um I was in.
1: I mean the whole segregation by bathrooms is is strange. Well, so itself.
0: Philadelphia has. A, a, I think I want to. I, I don't know if I'm right about this, but they have a large number of uh pu- public. Co-ed. Um, yeah. Like uh, when I was there for MLA, Kara and I were we were at this restaurant. It was just like like it was a it was a nice, like sports bar kind of restaurant, and the ba- bathrooms were gender neutral. Yeah. And it. And was, they and they were multiple people. Oh yeah yeah it was like it was fine and
1: it was yeah because you know UVM just went to these gen. Gender- University of Vermont just went to these gender-neutral bathrooms, but they're not—they're not multiple.
0: Oh, I see. So, oh. so
1: you only one occupant? No, this which was, I, th- I find that a, a total cop. It's out. a total cop. Like, out. Come on, you, you might as
0: well call it a family restroom, and then that makes <laughs> another kind of political. <laughs> I point,
1: know. I mean, yeah. look—I've heard feminists say like women need a, their own bathroom to feel secure, to feel like they have a place, yeah. like to feel safe, and I, I get that. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe, but I mean, I went to a school where. There were, there were, I think only coed, or there were certain halls that had coed, and mm-hmm. it was the only problem is it sort of destroys. I think it's very destructive of the male fantasy. <laughs> you know, I think it intrudes on that,
0: but yeah. I don't know. I, I, get, well,
1: I get, I get, I guess I get the feminist objection. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway. I mean, yeah, the the death, the death of the male fantasy, the the necessary. Uh, uh, yeah, like
1: the the woman is the woman is actually like you know doing all the things that. You do too. Yeah, right?
0: that's well. Yeah, that's that. What is it that Jonathan Swift has the that short short story, or maybe it's a poem? The the woman's dressing room. Where oh. where, yeah, uh, where this yeah it's the you're much more educated than me. Well, I, I mean, I don't I don't want to say that on a podcast, um, but <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, it's the um the, the this this guy who is like after a show, he's seen, like this great like actress, this beautiful actress of the age, oh, and then he sees her in the dress, and he goes in to get a peek, and he sees her take off her. So like on the one hand, like it like you could look at that and and be like it yeah like it is this death of the male fantasy, but like it it also the way that it's written, like a lot of people interpret it as, as actually being like quite misogynist. Like the point is, like, hey, actually women are disgusting. Not I, know. Well, not I think women are, are just. Are, well, the are,
1: support yeah. for that is, is, uh, is Brobdignag, right? Like in Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. Because yeah. when he sees the women's skin up close, he's just totally repulsed by yeah. it. And he t- the description of it is very unappealing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's, um, I feel like that's the. I feel like that's probably the right reading. Is mm-hmm. that yeah, it's just misogyny. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we want to? Um, do do you? Do yeah. you, you want to cap the uh, the the plus talk? Uh,
1: yeah, let's let's cap the plus talk. I think we're almost out of time, are we? uh, mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's an hour. We um we can or or do not have to talk about arrival. Which yeah. Why
1: don't we just? Why don't we finish by talking about arrival? And because it does, tie, I think, tie into the plus. And there was a lot of discussion about arrival at the. At the conference, not least by Slavoj, but also mm-hmm. by a couple of other mm-hmm. participants, and 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 I think partly because the new Denis Villeneuve film, right. Blade Runner, which we will not talk about at all since we exhausted Already, that last we time. Did, yeah. Uh, uh, because that had just come out, and people were seeing that, and and then so that brought up Arrival and its differences in, mm-hmm. and similarities from Arrival. But Savoy so made an interesting claim about Arrival that you really, really, really disagree with. Yes, like some because he said um, he thought that the decision that the Amy Adams character makes to have the child mm-hmm. Louise, yes, Louise. Mm-hmm. That it's the unethical decision and right. that Jeremy Renner really by saying, if you knew, you shouldn't have mm-hmm. gone ahead and had her. And then he, I think, leaves her because of that, right?
0: Yeah, I think that, that that's the implication of the – That's the
1: implication. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he that he was really the more ethical figure in the film and you think that's completely wrong.
0: Well, so, right? yeah. I mean, if – okay. So this is this is like – I just want to structure this like what, what I'm saying here is that like it's built – there is no film unless she does that. And so like right. so it's actually where so Slavoy t- can, can, yeah. can
1: I just insert one thing? Yeah. Like so it's what you're saying is that the that the that the premise of the film is that it's an ethical activity. If you reject that, you can't even make the film at all. Exactly. Like yeah. like making the film suggests that that Slavoy can't be
0: possibly right. Well, right, because it, it picks at uh, so I, I gave this example of like what I uh, considered bad criticism to my students that I didn't want them doing, um, a particular thing. And what it was is that when I was younger, I saw, um, the Ben Affleck film, the uh, groper and assaulter uh, that, that he is uh, that starred Casey Affleck, the groper and assaulter that he is, um, and the, rapist, I, think, and right? rapist, and I th- think even goes
1: further. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Uh, Wait, what is the movie Gone Baby Gone? And yeah. I um I didn't like the movie when I saw it, and, and but it's not for the reason that I said. The reason why I didn't like it was like I was done with Boston movies and mm-hmm. I just like didn't want to see another Boston movie and, and like like the Departed like Let Loose like all this like um, all these films and like this like w- weird like pseudo like Boston like South Shore Pride and I was I didn't like it at all and that was why I didn't okay. like the movie but I felt okay. like I couldn't say that uh, living in right. Massachusetts in the South Shore so what I said was that plus it's
1: too particularist of an objection
0: it, you know, it is also that but I, I don't think I was uh, smart enough at the time to to okay that. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay but what instead I said was that I didn't like the movie because like the premise is that these, um, you know, Casey Affleck is, is, uh, is investigating the uh, disappearance of this, uh, this young girl from a uh, poor neighborhood in, uh, in South Boston and the police, uh, uh, aren't doing enough. And he investigates and finds out that actually the police took the girl. They made a deal with her mother to, um, save like one, basically to save one child from the, uh, the terror that is uh, South Boston, and South Boston, yeah, right. to give to 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 live in the country with Morgan Freeman. And right. Right. the only person they didn't pay off is the one person that cared about the daughter and she made it a news story and she made it so that <laughs> there were... And I was like, that's so stupid. Like, why would they plan this whole thing and not take care of the one person that would get in the way? And that was, like, for the longest time my objection to the movie. But,
1: but the, then, of course, there would be no film at would, all if that were...
0: Exactly. And so that's why it's a bad... It's a, it's, like a, it's a nihilistic critique. It's a critique that, like, utterly, like, destroys the film. And you can't move on from that because the conclusion can only be like why was don't make the movie yeah don't make the movie movie? yeah or or why are we talking about it and so if you push it like the better critique or or this is what I realized when I was telling my students about this is that of course the cops who think no one cares about this child of course they would miss the one person who does like that makes complete sense you know and and so I didn't I don't think mean, sure
1: you like the movie, actually.
0: Huh? Uh, no, I don't like the movie very much. You well, still don't like I, it. I still yeah. don't like it, like because of, maybe because of the the people involved for different reasons. Yeah. but I don't think yeah. it's a bad idea. And so anyway, what oh, I no, felt, it's a
1: nice idea actually. It's a nice yeah. idea,
0: and I think that Slavoy was participating in in the kind of critique that I, I normally say or, or normally uh, qualify it as like, oh, the, this horror movie stupid because those teenagers shouldn't have run into the house where the killer was. Right. Right. There's no movie right. if they don't do that. So right. like, right. whether he could very well be right. Thankfully,
1: I I think that if you. Said this to him, he would retract his. I mean, it was said, I think, in a Q and A and kind of off the cuff, quickly. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. You're
0: totally right. That was not a prepared. Yeah. It was not a prepared remark. And like, I think that, um, so anyway, like he could be right about the ethical status, like that, he could be totally right about that, but it comes from a position where you actually have to destroy what the film is about to even make that critique. It's called Arrival, All right. And I'm just going to read from the short story, story of your life. Again, not story of the alien heptapods, but story of your life, the child that is born of Louise's decision. This, you know, and this is just from the first page. Uh, your dad and I will sell the first house a couple years after your arrival. I'll sell the second shortly after your departure. So that's where the title of the film comes from. It's not right. – it's not it, – It. and, and Villeneuve is, is quite canny about – like he's, he's great about this. This film is not about these alien haptopods. It's, it's about Luis and really it's about this decision and it's about like do you – like when you know what happens in your life – do you play it out anyway? And the short do you do it anyway. Yeah, do you right. do it anyway. Right. And the short story is really great. It talks about like I I, I mean it's it's kind of bizarre. It's kind
1: me. of a film noir idea, right? Like the oh the, that's
0: nice. The, no, no, the, no. Like say that. You say know, like it. do
1: you still do the act when you know it's going to head to your? It's going to lead you to your own doom, and like that's the ultimate free, right decision. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. No, yeah. I th- I think that that's right, and I think that like the an, I mean, he's a very
1: noir director. I mean that that whole way in which the hero investigation kind of loops back
0: on the well the exactly and, and that's yeah. how and so what he does I think I said this to you in email that like for the first uh, I, I don't know my, my notes are about the movie but it doesn't matter uh, like you don't see the alien the, the, the spaceship you don't see it unoccluded like almost uh, until Amy Adams approaches it, and even then, it's from an angle that you don't see the whole thing.
1: It's, didn't you say to me it's never in the center? It's of never the, in the center. Never in, center of the screen.
0: Yeah, I wish that I had the the timestamp. But when Amy Adams goes to the army encampment, there is a um, it's a helicopter shot of the um, of the spaceship, and it's panning from I believe from uh, right to left. And there you see the ship and right it's like almost comical like when you know to look for it right at the second that it does occupy the center of the frame. The camera makes an unnatural movement to look at the army encampment like and it's and so he's making this point with the center of his frame that uh, the aliens are not. It's, this is not the point. The point of the film is Louise, yeah. and there's it, it's it's made very very obvious uh, late in the movie where she asks the heptapods, "What is your purpose?" And they put up the sign for to give weapon, but right in the middle of that circular phrase is is uh, Amy Adams' head. It's Louise's head, oh, and wow. so whereas the the answer, "What is your purpose?" The purpose is Louise, and the purpose is right. like this thing, and so right. again like to make that ethical claim there is just too much destruction of the actual premise of why the film exists right. in the first place right. and and right. I, th- I think it's harder to, i'm sorry that i keep like going on this like tirade no, no, no. <laughs> but like i think to um to like disavow that means that like you you get to you get to do two things. You get to not grapple with the ethicality of the the decisions she actually does make from like right. this character's perspective. And then the second right. thing and and this I find like a little cynical is like this movie is trying to get you to feel things just like the short story is and by rejecting right. the entire premise, it's like you're Rejecting uh, sentiment and feeling, like the movie's trying to get yeah, away with something, and that true. I find kind of a, a suspicious yeah. move. So anyway, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll finally no, let good. You talk about this. <laughs> no, I was
1: just gonna say I was gonna come back to what his point about it was, which I think would be a nice point of wrapping up because mm-hmm. his point was, and this ties exactly with what you were saying about the film that 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 it's not that these heptapods come as like salvation, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not this like if we just figure out this other's language then that will they'll have brought us salvation or something like mm-hmm, that no yeah. like they need help too yeah right? right like like I thought that was a really fascinating point you know that, that Slavoj was making that the other that seems to have this like perfect language like they need our the problem with them is that they don't have the divide of subjectivity that we have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so like they're in some sense like they come to us for help because they're lacking lack.
0: Yeah, and so that's nice.
1: and they they they, they and then so they need they they're going to need some time in the future. Remember, that's yes, the premise. That's right. They're yeah. going to need our help sometime in the future, and it's precisely our status as lacking beings that will make us capable of of providing them help. So I thought that yeah. was a, I think that fits nicely in what you're saying about her, and I think that that's. I mean that, right. that again. It nicely kind of sums up the whole idea of the conference that mm. um, you know that it's only that there's some kind of that it's that that lack can be the basis of the social tie, mm. and that even when and then when it's lacking, then it's we even need it more.
0: Well, you know? I mean it's a it's a great point, and I would only, I uh, like I'm sorry that I'm going to say something because like I think that that'd be a nice place to end the podcast on, but like it it does it does hammer home this point that like. You know, that's a huge difference between the short story and the film. In the short story, the aliens just leave. Like, there's almost no conflict in the short story. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they just came and then they left. And, sure. um, but it's made even more clear that the short story is about Louise, which the film is as well. But it, the film makes, and I think this is what you're saying, is like, the film makes this really nice universal point, which is that Louise, by understanding the alien, the heptapod language, and she writes this book called The Universal Language, like, she is this particular that now changes all particulars she's changed like everything but right. it can't come without cost right like that right. that's the right. thing that like to, so to to accept this universality like it has to come at a a a negative cost to to amy adams and is that not you know the ethical act at, at, that Lacan talks about, right? It's that you you do the you do the thing that has to you know cause you damage, right? To
1: accept the cut. Yeah,
0: to accept the cut. Accept the cut. And so then yeah. I think like in that way, like I think that it is it is ethical, like like her her decision. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more interesting to think about it that way when you're working with the premise of the film. So that's that's okay. like that's I guess my okay. final take on that.
1: No, if, I like that. And yeah. that was lack. And that, that was lack. Lacked. So if yeah. you just. If you just listen to this tedium, then you uh, <laughs> yeah. you spared yourself a whole weekend. <laughs> and
0: you save some money. Uh, yeah.
1: And you save some money because there's a hell of a lot of cost to fly out there and
0: yeah,
1: and and do it. But yeah. and the hotel and everything. But uh, anyway, so yeah. I guess we'll say over and out.
0: Over and out. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Todd, for calling.